For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hello, Raider Nation, and welcome to another edition of the Bleed in Raiders podcast on the Bleed in Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dennis Ackman. Raiders season opener is right around the corner as they'll open up at Carolina Sunday, September the 13th. Raiders are currently a one-point favorite, and if you're feeling good about the silver and black, then head to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. My guest for this week's podcast is someone Raider fans are very familiar with. Let me welcome JT the Brick to the podcast. JT, welcome. Thanks so much for joining me. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks, Dennis. Appreciate it. Great to be here. Really excited about this. So I know you live in Vegas. So first question I got to ask you, which team is more popular there? The Raiders or the Golden Knights? Well, that's a tough question. I think it'll end up being the Raiders because the Raiders are the NFL and they have a much bigger fan base. But this Golden Knight story is incredible. I mean, this team came here in their first year and they opened up by going to the Stanley Cup final which was incredible. And now they're a favorite to get back and win the Stanley Cup this year in their third season. So they did an amazing job at connecting with the city after the tragic events of one October and the shooting. And they were the organization that jumped in front of that and said, we're going to make this about the people, the survivors and the people that lost their lives. And they really connected strong with this city. Fortunately for the Raiders, the Raiders and Mark Davis and the Raider Foundation and what the Raiders have done on the ground since they decided to come to Vegas has been exceptional. So uh, the fan base, it's a much bigger city than the demographics say, and uh, they're going to love the Raiders. Believe me a lot. It's a big, big franchise coming to a city that wants the NFL. It's a perfect fit. All right, let's talk about the Raiders now. Uh, JT wide receiver Tyrell Williams. Now he's got the uh, shoulder injury, the torn labrum. Last year he deals with the foot issues. I mean, this guy just cannot catch a break. How does this impact the receiving core moving forward now? It's a big loss, potentially. I mean, he's going to try to play through the pain, as you know, and see if he can do it. And I, I think he will, unless the doctors just shut him down. 
and want to have him late in the season where they believe the Raiders will make a playoff push. But he's got experience. And when you have a receiver with that type of experience, you don't want to have to put rookies in right out of the gate. Henry Ruggs III is going to play a lot. Brian Edwards is clearly the player that's going to be able to step in and benefit and get more touches there. But, you know, Tyrell went to the one receiver slot last year with all the injuries that happened and Antonio Brown and that nightmare. So it's a big loss. He's a great kid, great guy. And it's very unfortunate because he's worked so hard to recover from the foot injuries that, as you know, are much more difficult to recover from than a torn labrum, which will eventually be at 100%. So it's a tough loss. But I think Darren Waller is probably going to pick up more receptions, even though he had a lot last year, because I think he's more of a wide receiver than a tight end. So I think he could fit that role easily. He had, what, 90 receptions for over yeah. 1,000 yards. So he was, he was outstanding. Looking for more big things from here, him this year. JT, I know you're at the practice facility uh, every day there in Henderson. Uh, this training camp, obviously unique, uh, unusual, however you want to describe it during COVID-19. What has stood out to you so far to this point? Speed. It's just the speed of this team. They're just much faster. They're faster on defense in the secondary. Uh, they're faster up front on the defensive line. Uh, their linebackers, Nick Kwiatkowski and Corey Littleton. I mean, they're just faster overall. And then they have rugs on the offensive side of the ball. And when you see him run, it's flat out incredible. So the speed and the professionalism. Yesterday, John Gruden handed out Legends t-shirts, as you saw, to all of the players. So you're looking around and you're seeing the Jim Otto jersey and you're seeing the Jack Tatum jersey and Tim Brown and Cliff Branch on these younger players. And just the professionalism of Gruden wanting to kill the virus while this team is showing up and relatively healthy and playing at full speed as much as they can do without playing preseason games. Yeah, the names of the, on the back of the jerseys, that was fantastic. That was all over Twitter. And Cliff Branch, as you mentioned, Hall of Famer. I'll, that's for another time, but uh, how, how he's not in the Hall of Fame is, is beyond me. JT, you mentioned the speed. Is that a direct result of the success of the Kansas City Chiefs? Absolutely. Great question. I mean, you have to match up with Kansas City in the division or you'll never host a home playoff game. I mean, you got this gorgeous stadium. The only way you're going to play playoff games at home is you got to be Kansas City and have home field advantage. And that was the reason why they went with rugs. And it was clear to me and everybody, you had CeeDee Lamb, you had Jerry Judy available. And they went with the guy who I thought was similar to Tyreek Hill who could be that type of impact wide receiver that you can put in motion, you can line up in the slot, you can line him up as the X, the Z, you can put him everywhere. And he's going to have to be double teamed at some point in time, which would open it up for Waller, Tyrell Williams when healthy, Renfro, all the other receivers, Edwards, who need to be single covered. So Carr has the opportunity to win some of these battles. So I think it's incredible with the speed, what they have. And remember, Tyreek Hill was taken in the fifth round. Fifth round. There was no risk at all. He was a bad guy. I use the word thug all the time. I don't have a problem with that word. He was in college. Kansas City got him, turned him into a Pro Bowl, great Super Bowl champion. Well, Ruggs is a first-round pick. So the Raiders risk a lot more on Ruggs than Kansas City did on Tyreek Hill. So Ruggs has got to live up to this potential here the way – that Tyreek Hill has with a Super Bowl ring in Kansas City. What do you see as the strength of this football team right now? It's Derek Carr. It's got to be Carr. Carr has got to be the strength of this team. He's a former Pro Bowler, a former MVP candidate, 
He's completely healthy. He's in his third year with the offense. He's going to be more aggressive. He's got a backup quarterback behind him that's clearly not ready in Mariota from what I've seen to step in and play in the system just yet. And it better be Carr. Carr better be great this year. Not good. He's got to be great. He's got to play at a Pro Bowl level. As you know, last year he threw for 4,000 yards and 70% blindfolded, checking down a lot and not having weapons. Now he has all of these weapons at his disposal, Josh Jacobs, and the ability with this offensive line. Carr's got to be great. Biggest area of concern heading into the 2020 season? Another good question. That would be, for me, COVID is obviously the biggest area of concern. There's no doubt that, you know, from covering COVID and being on the radio during the entire pandemic and watching other sports, you know that there's going to be a COVID, I won't say wave, but there's going to be COVID-positive tests and how the league, the Raiders, their opponents, everybody handles that. But from a football perspective, I think the fair thing would be the health of the offensive line. Because this offensive line on paper is always really good. You know, I got Richie Incognito on my radio show. Everybody's excited. Trent Brown, they're bringing along slowly. He's getting work in on the side. And you look at Gabe Jackson being back. Rodney Hudson is fantastic. And then Colt Miller, who I really think is going to develop into a Pro Bowl player. If it's not this year or next year, you'll see Colt Miller with his talent go to several Pro Bowls. It reminds me a lot of Lincoln Kennedy when Lincoln Kennedy came in and they came to the Raiders and became a Pro Bowler. So I would say the health of the offensive line, because if they're not healthy, I don't think they have the depth to come in there and have the players that they have up front. So that's important to me. JT, I want to talk more about the middle linebacker position, because that's an area that this team has just struggled with. Uh, I mean, we can honestly say for at least a decade, I mean, some of these names that I'm going to read, just some of them, this over the last decade, I mean, Nick Roach, Miles Burris, Ben Heaney, Curtis Lofton, Perry Riley, Derek Johnson, Navarro Bowman, Markel Lee, Vontez Burfecht. It has been a revolving door there. Now, as you mentioned earlier, Nick Kwiatkowski, um, they signed him in the offseason, played with the Bears. Uh, he's going to wear the green dot. He's going to make those calls. Is he the long-term answer there? Don't know. That's a great question. Don't know. Got to see him play. Uh, clearly, he was one of those players when he got his opportunity to step up and play and start. He excelled in Chicago, and Mike Mayock saw that. You know, Mayock was looking for value there. So you can't go out. There's just not linebackers available on the market in the prime of their career who are just pro bowlers. So Mayock really and Gruden did a lot of work breaking him down and looking at film, thinking that his next stage of his career is going to be at a higher level, and they wanted that in Las Vegas. So he's going to have to stay on the field. you know, you got two linebackers now that are going to stay on the field, no doubt about it, and Corey Littleton and Nick Kwiatkowski. You don't have to worry about a revolving door, and hopefully – and they can both put their hands on tight ends. They can both run with tight ends and players that Kansas City have who crisscross over the – middle of the field. And as you know, the biggest problem for the Raiders on defense is chaos. When you run a chaotic offense like Kansas City, I call it misdirection, it has thrown the Raiders off for the last decade, more than any team I've seen. Now you have two guys in the middle of that defense at linebacker who, when they see someone cutting across the middle, are going to be able to pick up that player or let him go, knowing that they have help there. And that's been a cause for concern for a long time. That should come to an end. 
JT, we have no preseason games this year, and I know it's going to kind of be hard to find that diamond in the rough like a, a Jalen Richard a few years ago. Can you give Raider Nation maybe a name uh, who we should keep an eye on that might be a surprise that could make this club or at least get to the practice squad because the practice squads are expanded to 16 this year? Yeah, I mean, Jevin White from UNLV, the, the linebacker out of UNLV is the player everybody's talking about. I mean, he just has the ability to step in and I think play at a really high level, and they need a linebacker like that for depth, and, a, and especially a linebacker who can jump in and play on special teams. So I think that's going to be a really important player that can get it done. Also, uh, Demarius Randall, the safety, I think is going to really play a big role here because everybody talks about Jonathan Abram and his ability to come in. He only played 30 minutes last year, one half of one game. So Randall's going to have to be that type of player, and – I'm also excited about Isaiah Johnson, another corner who is athletic, he's big, and he's looked pretty good in training camp. So you have a couple of players there that I think could shine. And then I can't wait to see Tanner Muse because he comes in from Clemson with the ability to play linebacker. He played safety in college. Remember, Isaiah Simmons was taken high by Arizona. That was my favorite player in the draft. And then they got a player similar to him, different, not as athletic, a little bit later on. So I think Muse could be that type of player that you can throw him in on passing downs to play a hybrid safety. You can put him in to play linebacker, and he could be a warrior on special teams. I'm looking forward to watching him play. I know last Friday the team got its first look inside Allegiant Stadium. I know you were there as well. Uh, give Raider Nation some thoughts on the stadium if you could. It's incredible. Dennis, I'll tell you, I've been to some of the greatest stadiums in the world, and a lot of that had to do with the Raiders traveling to London. I went to Wembley okay. and then to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium sure. last year, which to me is the biggest and best stadium in the world. That stadium was wow. built. It was built for global soccer, but right. also built for the NFL. And Allegiant, I think Allegiant got a lot of their look from that. And just going in and being – uh, anchor in the broadcast of their first practice and live stream, I had a chance before and afterwards to walk around the stadium alone. I mean, nobody was there, no security, no ushers, and to walk into these club sections and to see the amenities and then to see the sight lines. It took me, Dennis, about an hour to figure out what was different about this place, and, it, and then it hit me. They don't have a big screen television, big screen in, in, in the middle of the field, right? which you are going to see at SoFi Stadium with right. their circular band, and you see in Dallas at Jerry's World. Mm -hmm. So what I love about this is that the big screen TVs are in the corners, and that means you're going to watch the football game. You're not going to be watching television. And you go to a game, you shouldn't be watching TV. You should be looking up there for the replays. So I was sitting in the 200 section in the broadcast booth, and I could look straight to the other side of the field and see the upper deck. And on game day, you're going to be able to see the fans opposite of you in that stadium. And then you look, if you're looking towards the north end zone from where I was sitting, the parasol-style window that opens up onto the strip and the Al Davis torch, which is enormous. The Al Davis torch is three stories high. Wow. So when you see that, and then the window could open up behind it onto the strip where you see the Mandalay Bay, the Luxor, the MGM. It's just incredible. But the better way to say it is it, it's got Mark Davis's handprints all over it. It's very sleek. It looks like a race car on the outside. And then when you get inside, they're not sharing it like the Giants and the Jets are. 
right. or the Rams and the Chargers are. If there's a concert in this Allegiant Stadium or a boxing match or UFC, it's not going to look like that event. It's going to look like the Raiders. It's all Raiders all the time, silver and black with a lot of white, and you, you're going to be blown away when you see it. Can't wait. Unfortunately, we're going to have to wait till 2021. But, JT, final question for you. Uh, finish this sentence for me. The Raiders' season will be a success if what happens? The Raiders' season will be a success if the defense shows up. they got to play defense. The defense has got to get off the field on third down. they got to create turnovers. they got to find a star or two. And they have to be the story this year, Dennis. Everybody, as I said earlier, Carr is the most important player. They have more weapons than I've seen since dating back to Rich Gannon with Jerry Rice and Tim Brown and where they were with that offensive line that was really good. This offense is bleeping loaded, absolutely loaded, where you don't know there's one football. Who's going to get it on third and six? Renfro, Henry Ruggs, Josh Jacobs, Edwards, Aguilar, Waller, Witten, Moreau, right? You can't even imagine who you're going to go to on third and six. I just gave you seven or eight options. Right. But on defense, I don't know who's going to make a play. I don't know who's going to knock down a pass on third and 11. I don't know who's going to make a tackle on a big third and three behind the line of scrimmage. That's going to be the key. Paul Gunther now finally has weapons that he can install on defense that can help John Gruden get the ball back. And if the Raiders get the ball back, I know you're a really good Raider insider, and you've heard a lot about Gruden over the last two weeks. Gruden's been beating himself up about goal line, goal line, goal yes. line. Yes. Right? Red zone, yes. red zone. They got to score because they don't get a lot of opportunities. And what Gruden, I believe, is telling you about the red zone and the goal line is they don't get down there enough, right? They don't get down to goal line enough. So when they don't score, it gets magnified. So this year, that defense has got to flip the field and give Carr a short field, give Carr an opportunity to have two more shots on offense, two more possessions. And I think they're going to do it. I think, Dennis, they're one year away, one more draft and one more year of free agency. And then if, with some of these contracts that are coming due to the primes of these guys' careers, you're going to see a balanced team with veterans, guys in their prime, but a team based on young, young, young stars from Clemson, Alabama, the biggest schools who are going to shine for decade, for over a decade in the NFL. Nice. Great stuff, JT. Hey, you can catch JT to break along with his co-host, Tom Looney, also on the Believe in Podcast Network. So tell me, what's the next one dropping? And give, me some, give us a little preview. Yeah, we're doing one today. Tom Looney and I, we work together. I was with Fox Sports Radio for 17 and a half years, and Tom Looney was my partner nationally for 14 years. And then I moved on to Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and I'm working on the Raiders, Raider Nation Radio in Vegas. So Tom Looney and I, our radio careers on terrestrial radio separated, but our listeners wanted us to stay together. So we launched a podcast over a year ago, and then we brought it to Believe because we just love the concept of Braun and his team and everything they do. I really believe in this platform with social media and what we're doing today, teammates, teammates here on a podcast network. So Looney and I, uh, we'll, we'll cut this podcast. We'll drop this podcast on Wednesday or Thursday of this week. And it's about everything that comes to our mind, the sports it's based in sports, but 
We'll take a look at COVID, pop culture, politics, what's happening in his life, from the forest fires in California to the oppressive heat where I live in Vegas, where I played golf in 113 oh, degrees the oh other day. Gosh. And it's just two guys that I think we have tremendous chemistry together. And we like to talk every week for 45 minutes to 50 minutes about what's happening in our lives. And we're really happy about that. So you can download the podcast on Believe. It's JT and Looney. It's where all the podcasts are. And uh, we're thrilled to be here and to talk to you and to go on more podcasts on Believe and Cross Promote. Yeah, great stuff. I really appreciate you joining me today. This was fantastic. It was an honor and a pleasure to have you on as a guest. And I really, really appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure. Again, I love the work that you do. And I look forward to having you on Raider Nation Radio and my podcast. And we'll do this because you're doing a great job covering the team. And I can tell you that the, the future is very bright for the Raiders in Vegas. This Vegas move, and I know your connection to the Bay Area and Oakland, and no one ever wanted to leave Oakland. But now that you see what's happening with this team and the, the ability they have to fight and to compete and to get players, this practice facility in the stadium, I think the Raider Nation is going to be very impressed. I do hope so. All right, Raider Nation, that's going to do it for this edition of the Raiders Believe In Podcast on the Believe In Podcast Network. I'm Dennis Ackerman. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.